This is Disaster Tales. Welcome to Disaster Tales. Um, we've had a really weird, like, 370 days. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> and, and that's one of the things we wanted to talk about. And, and we're going to have to make some changes to Disaster Tales because we know that we have not been getting our things out like we should, and that's our fault. And, and I know that a lot of you like to hear these stories, so... There have been some mitigating circumstances, which is what we're going to talk about today. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk a little bit about the fact that, yes, there are huge disasters in the world, but in each person's life, there are personal disasters that happen. <laughs> really, big. Really, really big, big. really big, really big ones. And so that really is kind of the reason we're coming to you today to uh, just kind of discuss with you some of the things that we've had to go through in the last 367 days. Um, so to tell, to let you know why <laughs> disaster tales has been That's such a disaster for getting it out there. <laughs> but, um, so first of all, we just want to thank everybody who's stuck with us and thank you for all the people who are, um, watching and we appreciate all of your input. And, um, if you have any disasters you'd like us to, to share or like us to work on, then please, you know, make suggestions. We do have a, a website, disastertales.com that does have a list of all the previous episodes we've done. We've been doing this for, what, three years almost? Almost four years. Almost four years, yeah. And so we do have an archive of several episodes. But um, today, as I said, we're going to talk a little bit about personal disasters. And uh, first of all, I just want to thank everybody who's been so supportive this last year. Yes. Thank you, our patrons. You're wonderful wonderful human beings and yeah. we do appreciate that yeah and and you know our patrons our friends those who've stuck by us through thick and thin and uh and and viscous and viscous and like solid <laughs> and all of those things so um well let's just kind of start it off how our our year okay. our 367 days has started on april 2nd of 2021 um, well, you're from hell. We thought the other one was worse. Yeah, we bad. thought this so was bad. That was bad, but things have gotten worse. So in 2021, I had to have a kidney removed for cancer, and thankfully it didn't go anywhere else. But I was in recuperation for quite a long period of time. Um, still, just now, starting to feel like myself again, because <laughs> that's a pretty major surgery. You feel like yourself. <laughs> I feel like myself. <laughs> Do I really? <laughs> and and just just because this is funny. Not too long before that, I found out that I have some kidney issues, too. And my favorite niece, Barb's daughter, said, oh, if she needs a kidney, she can have mine. And then Barb had to have her kidney removed. And uh -huh. my first result was, my first thing was, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And the second thing was, there goes my kidney. <laughs> I had several offers. I'm really grateful. <laughs> I actually met someone in Texas when we were down there for a rather un untimely visit that told me they had three kidneys, so they had a spare if I needed another so one. One three so, so, yeah, we could. Well, I mean, they need to keep one at least themselves. Oh, yeah, but there's three. One for you, one for me, one for her. <laughs> right. So, but anyways, I, I'm really grateful for the, the, the way people reached mm -hmm. out. Um, so, in April of 2021, that was what happened to me. And then, my husband retired. 
and I started having AFib attacks on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And so that was fun because we, we kept going to the hospital and we could figure out what's going on. And so that was kind of scary for everybody. And then in May, I came up here to start looking for a house. Right. Which is, I came up to New York to look for a house mm-hmm. because I was living in Texas, in case there's anybody who doesn't know. And so I stayed with Barb and her husband, and they were very, very good to me. And and it wasn't a disaster. <laughs> Not exactly. <laughs> but <laughs> although it took a very long time for her it to did. find a house. <laughs> I, and I looked at houses and looked at houses and mm-hmm. paid for inspections and paid for inspections. Yeah. And, um, so it was kind of a costly, long, drawn-out endeavor. Right. And But finally was able to find one. Right. In, before that, though. Oh, yeah, that, before that. Sorry. Before that, I did get a booster that made me very sick. I was sick for five days. Mm-hmm. So apparently my body was, like, really ready to fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just had my other one the other day, and I was only sick for one day. So that's good. So get your booster because it might make you sick, but it'll, it'll, you'll feel better in the long run. Well, and also we both um, had grandbabies on the way. Mm-hmm. Um my youngest daughter is expecting, and she's actually due um, any moment. And then uh, Katie's son and his wife had a baby. They had a baby who was premature in January. Supposed to be born in March. He's home and doing fine. Yeah. But there again, another one of those things that you don't expect and it and increases your stress level. <laughs> right. So while we were getting, while I was looking for a house, my daughter... God bless her, and I would say bless her heart, but I know it's a different connotation. She would take it wrong. But um, she packed the house up, and she was taking care of her dad whenever he'd have an AFib attack, and it was really difficult for her. And um, so I have to thank her for that because she really worked hard, and we were, <laughs> and that's the main reason we got up here. My brother, Jim, um, we had enough space to where we invited him to come and live with us because mm-hmm. he didn't he didn't want to stay in Amarillo either <laughs> and so and so he actually helped us he packed up some trucks he brought up stuff for Emily and her son and then he brought up stuff for the rest of the stuff for my husband and I and he was at home getting ready to pack up his stuff and he had a heart attack and passed away in so it was the beginning of woes. <laughs> I mean, not even we've they've been we've been having them for the whole year. But so he passed away in November. Our brother Patrick um, was there in Emerald, and he took care of all the funeral arrangements there. Came to New York uh, in the beginning of December, and um, he we had a funeral here because the way our family works, we usually end up having two to three funerals per person because. We have, you know, a funeral where the person lives, then everybody comes back to New York because that's where our family plot is. And so we brought Jim up here, and he was interred at the at the uh, cemetery in Owego with the rest, with our dad and with the rest of the people uh, in our family. So it was great. So it was, that was the beginning of December, and then Patrick... Hold on real quick. Hmm? Just for you people in Amarillo, um, Jim Lippincott was also known as Stork Lippincott. He worked at the Civic Center, and he worked with... Um, at the Opera House. And at the Opera House, and he worked with a company that did concerts. So a lot of people in Amarillo knew him as Stork. Yeah. 
that was his his nickname because he was six foot six and weighed about 180 pounds. So and had a long nose, very long nose, and so he looked like a stork. <laughs> so we were really really upset that Jim didn't get a chance to come up and live with us because we were right. looking forward to it. And he was looking forward to it. He wanted to start his own maple tree farm. So. Yeah. Um, you know, he was excited about coming up here and getting, you know, getting a new life and starting a, a new place. But um, sadly, he was not able to make it. So we had the funeral for my brother Jim here in New York after the one that they had in Texas. Then my brother Patrick's and my sister, um, does, uh, my sister Carol was, was also with him when she came and her granddaughter. And so they spent Christmas with us which was really nice because we hadn't had a holiday together in a very long time. And, and it was really nice to have every, you know, us together. My sister Mary, unfortunately, was not able to make it, but uh, she had been in Texas for Jim's funeral. So we had a great Christmas. Patrick and Carol left um, right after the first of the year. And um, then, you know, we, I thought, okay, the year's over. Thank goodness. 2021 is over. And on the 5th of January, I was diagnosed positive with COVID. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. But, and, and, and it was a fatal case. No, actually, <laughs> she survived. I did survive. She's doing good. <laughs> yeah. Um, sadly, I'm not able to take the vaccination because of allergic issues that I have. But um, thankfully, I, I, was, I made it through okay. It was pretty rough there for a few days, but I'm grateful that it wasn't a real serious case. <laughs> so then... You know, I got through that. It took me about to the, almost to the end of January to actually start feeling myself again. My birthday is January 31st, and so I turned 63 <laughs> on January 31st. Woo! And, of course, my brother Patrick and I, our birthdays were a week apart. His is the 7th of February. Mine is January 31st. And so he sent me a singing birthday greeting like he always did, and we were there well, chatting and, you know, yeah. you know well, like we always do. All of us, you know, send those singing birthday greetings to people. And, and we'll do that before we go. I, I, yeah. First of all, I want to say hi, Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. I'm glad you're on here, and, uh, yeah, bless your heart too, honey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was that was neat, and then I sent him a birthday card. Uh, we I called him and talked to him. We actually talked quite a bit. And I talked to him on the second, and he sent out a birthday gift for me, and I sent out a birthday card for him. In the meantime, before our birth, my birthday, his truck was stolen with all of his tools, everything that he owned. He had a safe in the truck that had money and a, and a and, you know firearms, all kinds of things. And so he was really devastated by that, and he'd been having some heart issues himself. So um, he. On the, the second, as I said, we spoke to each other. We sent out each other's cards. And then, or he sent a gift. He told me, he said, the gift might not have been as cool as he thought because they did, when they stole the truck, they left the gift in the truck. So <laughs> he said, maybe it wasn't as cool as I thought it was. But um, they, they, didn't steal it. they didn't steal it. But he did get the truck back. It's just everything that was in it was gone, which was several thousand dollars worth of tools and personal possessions and things like that. So it was pretty hard for him. And he was just getting ready to move to Austin to take a job. So on the 5th of February, we were together. We had a wonderful time doing a painting project with all the cousins and the family. And it was a lot of fun. And we laughed and yucked it up. And all day I kind of was like, gee, I haven't heard from Pat today. Got home and got the phone call that Patrick had passed away of a heart attack also. Mm -hmm. And so that was on the 5th of February. So on the 7th of February, I was flying to Amarillo on his birthday to go and make his funeral arrangements. And so 
that's what our year has been like. <laughs> yeah, just when you think everything's, yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, and then and then my grandson got COVID. Right. So that was exciting too. Yes. Although he didn't really get very sick, and he is just fine. Yeah. Um, and I miss you too, Lynn. So I tell you. <laughs> and I know Emily misses you. She's she's got a lot of cousins up here, so at least she's not by herself. Right. And my husband, by the way, had surgery in what, October, November, right. just as we were moving up here, and right. he's not had any atypic since then. So. Yeah. We are very grateful for that. Yeah. Now, if I can just get him out of the house to volunteer or something, <laughs> that would be good. Just some activity. <laughs> so, anyways, my husband actually partially retired in 2021. So, which to most people that would be an exciting thing, but for him, it hasn't really changed very much what his life is because he works <laughs> a lot. We did maple syrup this year, which is exciting. We got about eight or nine gallons, I think. Um, and so, you know, life goes on, but there are disasters that happen, not just, you know, on a large scale, but on a small scale. So this year has been really tough, and, and that's one of the reasons why we apologize for not being right. as present. Like every time that we were ready to do one of these podcasts, it seemed like something came up and we just couldn't do it. Right. Or we were just not in the mood. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, so, or we were in another state, or, you know, we were planning funeral arrangements, in the, in the you know. It's, yeah, right. Oh, you know what we need to do? Mm -hmm. We need to go ahead and do our happy birthday song mm -hmm. for whose birthday is next? Shepard, my grandson's birthday's on the 9th. Yeah, but, but, the, but the lounge lizard song would, would not oh. be good for him. So the next mm -hmm. one is Mary, right? June. Krista is in June. Okay. Our daughter-in-law, Krista, is in June. So we're just going to go ahead and let you know how it yeah. sounds. Yes. <laughs> so you might want to plug your ears. <laughs> so you start. Happy, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. You know what your name is and how old you We are. love you. Happy birthday yeah. to you. And that can go out to all of our April, May, June, July, and August, and many more. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, anyways, a sense of humor is a good thing to have when you're going through disastrous times. It's good to have the ability to laugh and to right. to joke, you know. Um, one thing that happened to me during the, the time we were in Texas taking care of my brother Patrick's funeral arrangements, we were at the funeral in the, at the church, and there was a picture of him. And a cowboy hat. It's on the memorial card that we had for him. And he has kind of a half smirk on his face. And I had gotten up and, and did a reading. Yeah, that was how he operated, you know. And one of the things, you know, whenever he would he would get something up on you, he'd always go, ha ha. <laughs> so I went to sit down. And as clear as, as could be, I heard him say, ha ha, I got here first. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm thankful that we've had the time we did with him. Patrick had a heart attack back 10 or 12 years ago and we could have lost him then but I'm thankful we had the time with him and we miss him obviously it's been a rough year and I'm sure it's not over yet but just grateful I'm getting to go to Maine to go see my new grandbaby born next week Yay. so that's a happy occasion <laughs> yeah yep we um well of course there's been some other disasters going on that aren't directly affecting us but 
The big one for me, we lost Betty White. Oh, that was a big one. Yeah, Betty yeah White. that was. Yeah. And then we lost Sydney Portier. Yeah. And then, yeah. Well, and I'm I'm sad for all the people who've had to go through these horrible disasters down south with the weather and, you know, just the the loss and the devastation, getting places getting hit two and three times in the same area, you know, and our disasters, you know, personally, sometimes we feel sorry for ourselves, but there's a lot of people out there who are hurting. And so we just really want to, you know, extend our, our love and our care to them and, and let them know that we're thinking of them, you know, and we're hoping that they recover well from the disaster that they're part of. Katie's going to be leaving pretty soon, probably, to go I to hope. work. Yeah. Yeah. She works for FEMA. And does disaster relief, and so she goes out into the field and she deals with people one-on-one -on -one who've lost everything. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot to be grateful for, but we just wanted to keep you guys up to date on what's going on and why we've had the absence that we've had from doing podcasts this year. Yeah, one of the things we're going to be doing this year is, uh, first of all, we're going to be updating our website because mm -hmm. it's too big and crazy and... <laughs> We need to change some things. So um, if you have any kind of suggestions that you'd like to uh, give us about what you'd like to see on our website, you mm -hmm. can contact me at here on, on Facebook. I come in and out every once in a while. Yeah. And, and this is, of course, Perry the Cat because they didn't like my name, so I have to open a new page. And I'm consistently on either as Barbara or Barbalonsky, so you can check in with us there. The Disaster Tales website, www.disastertales.com. And we have emails, barb at disastertales.com and kate at disastertales.com. And that's B-A-R-B. B-A-R-B. And K-A-T. That's right. <laughs> so. So, yeah. So, yeah. You got suggestions. If there's things that you want to hear about, you need to let us know. Um, if you have any personal disaster stories about disasters you've been through or survived or um, maybe family members, please, you know, we'd be glad to cover those disasters. We love sure. to do research. We love to we do, investigate and we interview. We do special requests. Yep. We do. Um, and, and, yeah, definitely, if you've had a, an experience in a disaster, <clears throat> something that happened to you, excuse me, a close call, a, you know, mm -hmm. anything like that, yeah. um, We'd be happy to, if you want to share it with us, we'll share it with everybody else. Right. And check out our, our archives of the, the disasters we've covered before. There's some pretty interesting stuff there. We have other co-hosts who Katie has, has interviewed. I've interviewed some extra people, you know, things about the wildfires in California and hurricanes and tornadoes and floods and all of those things. And, you know, big disasters, epic disasters like dam failures and things like that. So there's some pretty interesting stuff there. You need to watch your language. That, not that kind. <laughs> <laughs> Those darn things. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. And uh, one of the things that we're going to do next is um, we're going to do a multi-part on the Titanic. Right. Now, everybody's seen... The movie. <laughs> the movies. Yeah. The, uh, you know, I'm the king of the world, and um, the other one was, what, mm -hmm. the night, what's the name of that movie? I don't know. The night the, the Chicago died. No, that was a different no, one. that was a different one. Um, <laughs> no, but there's a lot of coverage on Titanic, but we're going to go more in-depth into the personal stories and different aspects of uh, personal encounters and just 
different stuff that people don't usually think about. A night to remember. A night to remember. Which yeah. is what I forgot. <laughs> she so. forgot. A night to remember. <laughs> so, yeah. So, there's, yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah. One nice thing about us both being in the same state, we can Maybe actually easier. get out and if there's disasters in the area, we can actually go to the site. And we have gone, like, the Binghamton factory fire. We went to Binghamton and saw the memorial. You know, there's different things around here that have happened that we're, we've covered or we are going to cover. And so that's that's neat. We actually got more podcasts out when we weren't in the same state than we have since we've been in the same state. But, you know. Hopefully things will calm down. Right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's been, it's been fun. It's been real, yeah. but it's been real. Yeah, right. So we try to we try to upload once a month on the fifteenth. Fifteenth of every month. Yep. So or the sixteenth. Or <laughs> I don't get around to it. <laughs> as soon thereafter as we can. Well you know, one of the things that we could we could really because if you like this, this podcast and we love doing it, yeah. We could use a little bit of help because first of all, I hate editing. It's for me it's just <laughs> it takes <laughs> Hours and hours, mm-hmm. and it, for somebody who knows how to do it, it shouldn't take hours and hours. Right. So if there's anybody out there who actually knows how to do that and feels like they'd like to contribute their time to do that, mm-hmm. we would love to hear from you. Yeah. Kate at DisasterTales.com. Barb at DisasterTales.com. There you go. Kate or Barb at DisasterTales.com. <laughs> or here on Facebook. Or right. uh, I'm on Twitter. DisasterTales is on Twitter. Right. Um, we should be on Instagram. But it's on most of the pod, most of the the podcast platforms, you know, Spotify yeah, you, and Stitcher you, and all of those different. You can platforms. listen to us on any of those. Um, right. We're we're based on Podbean, mm-hmm. but you can you can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, any of those things. Right. So we're out there, and we're yakking. <laughs> so if you want to hear us, that'd be yeah. good. So we, we really appreciate all of your uh, input and your participation. We do have a, a Patreon page, Disaster Tales, on Patreon. On Patreon. On Patreon. I always called it Patreon and got in trouble, so it is Patreon. And uh, if you'd like to support us on a consistent basis or even just a one-time gift, we'll welcome it because there are equipment costs and different things that we, we experience. But Yeah, our biggest costs are keeping the website up right. and... Resource, resource research materials. Yeah, resource books and things like that. So um, we do a lot of background um, investigation, and so it does require a little bit of money to get those books. So, But anyways, we really appreciate any input, you know, thumbs up. That's a great thing, too. You know, it's a <laughs> yeah. lot better than a thumbs down. So You can thumb us up. You can like us. We might even be able to get onto YouTube. I'd like to expand our base mm-hmm. uh and, oh speaking of youtube we want to shout out to someone who on there who has a great service that he performs mm-hmm. his name is ryan hall y'all so it's <laughs> yeah. ryan r-y-a-n-h-a-l-l and then y apostrophe a-l-l he's based in tennessee mm-hmm. he is a uh weather man yeah he's, he's not a meteorologist but he's very very good and not only does he have very accurate predictions he also has done marathon live on the ground tracking of tornadoes and severe storms and he's really there's been several people who have been benefited by that and his, whose lives have been saved 
or spared because mm -hmm. he gives such clear and concise coverage. So it's Ryan Hall Y'all. He is on Twitter also, and uh, he's on YouTube. But if you if you give a shout out, tell him that you heard it on podcast, the, the on Disaster, Disaster Tales podcast. So <laughs> because we like Ryan. Yeah, we do. We Even do. when he goes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, anyways, we just wanted to, to check in and let y'all know we're still here, just uh, going through some transition. So we hope to get a new podcast out on the 15th of May. Uh, what's next? May is next, right? <laughs> kind of all runs together. Yeah. We're going to put this one out for the 15th of, of April, the 15th of May. We hope to get that one out about the Titanic. So Yeah, actually, yeah. Well, the starter. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. Well, if nothing else, this one will be for April. Yeah, well, that's what I said. This will be for April, so. So, um, one of the other things we were talking about was some disaster survivor stories. Yes. And um, we love to hear those stories. Mm -hmm. And I worked in emergency medicine for several years. Katie is, has worked for FEMA for several years. And so, you know, we, we have a lot of background in this. And so we're excited to hear people's stories. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you've had a few stories. I've had a few stories. Well, why don't you tell us one or two of those stories? Uh, well, I was, I was in New Orleans working at a hospital during Hurricane Frederick, which came through in 1978, I believe it was. And it hit the, the Florida coast and did a great deal of damage, but then there was a lot of flooding and residual, um, you know, tide issues coming into New Orleans. So I worked at a small hospital just south of New Orleans, and... Um, before I left for work, I knew there was going to be flooding, so I moved all my furniture to the middle of the house and left for work. And when it was time to uh, go to work, um, I went and did what I needed to do. And the hospital that I was working at flooded, and there was evacuations of a nursing home that was further down south of, of uh, New Orleans that they brought to our hospital. So we were like double and triple patients in the hospital. And we weren't allowed to leave because when you have a flood like that, the industrial canal flooded, you have a flood like that, then the, the manhole covers float off. You have water moccasins and all kinds of strange things that come up through the the system. Water moccasins so, are venomous snakes. Yeah, venomous those snakes. those don't. Alligators. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I was there at the hospital for over 36 hours doing patient care they did allow us to take a break and sleep for a few hours and come back and do patient care um, and then when I went home thankfully I was fairly close to the Mississippi River so when I went home it was um, it was not flooded thankfully but uh, I went into the bathroom and I heard something splashing and when I looked there was a rat in my toilet and being the brilliant emergency manager that I am I turned around and ran. <laughs> I didn't shut the toilet lid. I didn't, you know, I shut the door to the bathroom, which was presence of mind. Went to the neighbor's house, and they, um, he was an off-duty police officer, and I went to the door, and he said I was white as a sheet, and I said, there's a rat in my toilet. <laughs> and so he said, come on, and he calls his son, and they grab a crab net, and he had his revolver, and he came <laughs> over to my apartment, and uh, I went in, and... This little rat there. Very yeah, right. This, yeah, it was a big rat, too. It was one of those big wharf rats. It was probably about eight or nine inches long. It was big. And uh, so when they got into the bathroom to, to get it, 
they found out that um, it was not in the toilet any longer. <gasps> and so they were looking around and one guy, and the, the dad says, oh, look, it's in the trash can. And about the time he said that, the, the son said, I'll get it. And he threw the net over it and there was a hole in the net. He goes, there's a hole in the net. And then the son goes, it's heading for the door. And I was standing outside the door of the bathroom, and I was heading for the front door at that point. <laughs> and the dad goes, oh, no, we got to get it. And he slammed the bathroom door, and he crushed the rat in the bathroom door, which was really disgusting. But I'm thankful that it wasn't there anymore. So they came out triumphantly with the rat by the tail and said, we got it. <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> so just a precautionary tale, you know, always look before you sit down. <laughs> we need to. <laughs> it could be dangerous. We need to shout out to some people who are listening. Yeah. Cindy Woods, thank you for telling us the screen sideways. I think we fixed that. Yeah, we I think we did get it. Yeah, I think we got it fixed. Yeah. Uh, Marlene Kimball. Yeah, she also said we were sideways, which we are, but... <laughs> And, um, uh, and Karen, Karen Lonsky, and Steph. Steph, hi. hi, Steph. We're gonna have to. You know what? We need to do. We need to do our intro song because Stephanie's listening. Yes. Are you ready? Yeah. This is this is credit to Stephanie Lonsky because she wrote our introductory music, so she plays it on the piano. Thank you for that. So let's finish. It's called. <laughs> Right. Okay. So, so there you go, Steph. That's our rendition of your music. Yeah. Um, and let's see. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, we, we appreciate everybody listening and, and hanging out with us. So. So there's there's another story about Barb and a, and an animal. Please. <laughs> we have to go there. Yes, we do. Okay. Well, you you can tell it. My skunk story. Yes. Because uh, my kids love this story because it's so horrible. <laughs> we live out in the country, way out in the country, and we're homeschoolers. And so I was uh, at the house one day with the kids and we were doing homeschool. I kept smelling this skunk and I was like, man, what is that? You know, so I look out and there's this skunk that's just walking, circling the house like he would go around and he'd come back and he'd go around and come back. And it was during the day. So I knew he wasn't healthy. So and he was kind of, yeah, well, no, he was a rabid skunk. A rabid skunk. And so... Being the pioneer mom that I am, I went and got the 22, <laughs> and I uh, stepped out the front door and shot and missed <laughs> three times, and my son, and so I came running back in the door, and I locked it, and my son was 12 at the time, and he goes, Mom, the skunk can't reach the door handle, <laughs> and I was like, I was just didn't want to protect you guys, you know, I was protecting my children, so it went around the house, and I went out the back door, and I tried shooting at it again, and I missed it again. So then I went around the house, and I went up on the deck and tried to shoot. This twenty-two was like, it had a clip full of bullets, and I was shooting one and then discharging one. It was just dumb. I was so panicked. And my son's like, Mom, Mom, let me shoot it. Like, no, you're 12 years old. You're not going to shoot this. He goes, I'm doing a better job than you are. So... I went out, finally it went around the house again, and I went to the back door, and I shot at it, and I hit it in the front shoulder, and it, and it fell Ugh. and rolled, and then I, I, I shut the door and came back inside. And, Did you lock that door? No, I didn't lock that door. <laughs> and my son says, Mom, he says, the thing died of lead poisoning. You shot so many bullets on the ground. <laughs> and so they, they dubbed me the Great White Hunter because I was such a good shot. But, and the whole locking the door thing is yes. Yeah. So <laughs> this, when my daughter came up here, mm -hmm. she it, we have six cats and she loves cats. Mm -hmm. And she it was an evening and she stepped outside 
And when she did, she saw a black and white cat. Oh. And she went, oh, it's a kitty. And then she went, it's a skunk. And she ran back in and she slammed the door. And everybody in the house went, lock the door. <laughs> yeah, she was at my house that time. She walked That's out right. and the, the skunk was eating the cat food on the front porch. And she came back in and Angela goes, make sure you lock the door. You know, so. So, so yeah, Barbara's, Barbara, Barbara believes in locks. Yes, I do. Because... Uh, but I have to say, one time we were sitting in her kitchen, and we heard a knock at the door. Mm -hmm. And before we could get up and open it, the door opened, and there was a goat standing there. Yes. <laughs> so maybe locking the door against animals isn't is a, a bad idea. idea. It's it a good idea. A good you know, it's safety. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you know how goats can be. <laughs> They'll come in and they'll eat all your cans. And... Yeah, well, they'll stand on your dining room table. Right. <laughs> I had found that one time when I came in the house. I was upstairs and I heard the kids go outside. They didn't shut the door. And I came down and there was a goat standing on the dining room table. <laughs> Hi, how you doing? Welcome to Lonsky Land. <laughs> like, can I get you a couple? <laughs> kind of like Disneyland, only different. <laughs> so. So, yeah, so that was, those are, those mm. are always fun stories. Yeah. <laughs> um. We were also, there was also a couple of stories, and I and I may have told these, but we were talking about telling disaster stories, mm -hmm. and because of where I work, I have to be careful about identifying, identifying right. people and people's mm -hmm. privacy, but there was a few things that ha I, I've had happen that have really um, been difficult, and one of them was, I was at a big flood. And a man came in, and he was probably around 60. And he and he had obviously been crying because his eyes were just red, red, red. But we, and it took us like almost an hour to get through the interview because the computer system was new and it was very slow. And so we got through the interview, and <laughs> there's somebody trying to drill through the back wall oh, here. <laughs> could be a goat. Could be. A, could be a goat. Well, we got through the interview, and he managed to keep himself together. And when we got done, he's, he turned around to me, and he started crying, and he said, I lost all of my photos of my mother. I don't have any pictures of my mother. And so um, I, I told him, I said, do you have relatives who might have copies of mm -hmm. the pictures? Who is that? <laughs> no, that's mine. It's, oh. it's, it's something totally different. But it's on Facebook, so we're right. getting messages and stuff. But, uh, yeah, we, um, he, and that's the kind of thing that you don't think about until it's happened, right. you know. And, but he did manage to find a cousin who had a picture of his mother, so that was good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, you know, disasters at, after the fact, you know, you think about, well, I should have, would have, could have, but... After the fact, it's too late. So try to think of those things ahead of time. You know, we try to give you disaster tips every time we do a disaster tale to tell you, you know, ways that you can preserve your documents or your photos or things that you should put in a bug out bag and different things mm -hmm. like that. So we're not only just telling you stories, we're also giving you tips on how to get through disasters. We're trying. We're trying. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. We, and then another, another one I had, it was a strange one. I got, and I don't know why they give me these phone calls when I'm out working in the field. 
I'll get a phone call and it'll be, and I'll have somebody walk up to me with the phone and say, this person wants to kill themselves here. <laughs> you talk to them. Yeah, desperate, <laughs> desperate, desperate times. And, and the other thing is that um, I got a phone call one time from a woman who was like in a panic. And I don't know why she called me, actually, but mm -hmm. I guess she remembered me from where I was working. And she said, my house is falling into a sinkhole. And I said, I said, well, I said, can you get out? And she goes, I, I don't think I can get out. And I said, well, can you get out the front door? And she said, no, it's underground. And I said, well, can you get out the back door? And she went, no, it's covered with snakes. <laughs> so, and I'm sitting there going, horror. <laughs> this is wonderful. Yeah. And, and then I finally, I said, is there a window that you can climb out of and, and get you know, without getting hurt? And she said, yeah, I think there is. So I, I told her, I said, well, grab your purse and go out the window. And then come on in here and talk to me. And so she managed to get out the window and not go down mm -hmm. with the house underground. And Wow. Yeah. that would, I can see how that would be really scary, but I don't know why. <laughs> Why she called me <laughs> and not like nine one one or well, I think you know you anticipate or keep a cool head. I had a, a, a thing happen to me one time. We were in the kitchen at a, at a church and we were doing dishes and cleaning up and stuff. And one of the ladies that was there uh, had a there was something in the oven, and so she went to take it out of the oven and she used a tea towel. Well, when she brought the tea towel out, it had touched the element in the bottom of the oven and caught on fire. And when she came out of the oven with this tea towel, she was swinging it, going, help, help, help. And I grabbed it and threw it in the dishpan in the sink. And she's like, wow, how did you do that? <laughs> it's like, you know, kind of thinking of a little bit, you know, think. <laughs> so. Well, I'm going to say we have Susan Stokes on here, too, mm -hmm. who's a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. Susan, I miss you, too. Next time you come up to Boston, you're welcome to drop by Moravia and... And we have a lot of people on my feed who've come up, and I can't see them right now, but, uh, you know, people who've come up and, and are watching on, on my Facebook. And I appreciate everybody tuning in. And we probably are... That's yours. Huh? Oh, is that mine? Yeah, okay. So we probably are just about exhausted this horse. <laughs> well, no, we're think? not done beating not, this horse We're not done beating this horse yet? Okay. We, uh, one of the... Uh, and this is... This was another one of those terrible stories that when I heard it, I was just like almost had to step away for a while. Mm -hmm. But there was a fire that came up over a hill mm. and it, it was coming towards a trailer park. And the people in the trailer park were trying really hard to go to every door and beat on every door and let people know, because there was a lot of elderly people there, let people know that there was a fire coming and that right. they needed to leave. And a bunch of them literally grabbed those people and stuck them in their car and got them out. But the fire came up so quick that the back part of the trailer park was on fire before they could get to it. Mm -hmm. So they didn't get to warn them. And um, I heard from a woman later on who came in and said, I got the message that there, that there was a fire and I called my dad who was in this trailer park. Mm -hmm. And he was in the back of the trailer park. Mm -hmm. and, no, and by the time she called him, he couldn't get out. And so she was talking to him when the phone died and he died. Mm -hmm. And she's and her attitude, which I thought was great, was, you know, at least I got to talk right. to him and say goodbye. 
Yeah. Which is really sad, but, I mean... I think that's why you have to really make sure that you keep accounts short with people and that you, you know, have relationships intact and try to be, you know, kind to each other because you never know. I mean, we never imagined that my brothers would go the way that they did. Yeah, we're plum out of brothers now. Yeah, we got no brothers left, just us sisters left. Yep. So. Yeah, and that's, you know, so, yeah, if you're, if you're on, if you're having an argument with somebody and it's, it's, you haven't talked to them and it's something that's not really important because when you get down to it, most things really aren't important. Right. Um, don't let a difference of opinion keep you from having that, that moment with that person because it may be the last one you have. Yep. You yes. know, and that's the nature of a disaster. You know, it hits you. It's like you're standing on the street corner. Somebody comes up and punches you and you have to get up and figure out, first of all, what happened mm -hmm. before you can actually deal with what the disaster itself. So, you know, it's best to keep those relationships intact. Yeah, it is. And, and like I said, and like Barbara said, that if we didn't already know it, we learned it during 2020 because yeah, 2021 and 22 and, and 22 and hopefully that's you know I'd enough. be glad when we're out of the 20s because <laughs> this hasn't been the roaring 20s. This has been the <laughs> the wicked 20s, the boring 20s, or the goring 20s, yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. So and let's see, was there another story that we were going to talk about? I think we pretty much. Unless you can think of something else. I don't know. Well, I, I can tell you, first of all, since we're here at King Fair, I want to thank the folks that own the King Fairy Corner Store. Right. And uh, they appreciate their letting us come live. Thank you for Becky Bins and her kindness to let us come and do our recording oh, here. Don't mind me. And then it's also, a, it's not only just a, a corner store where you can get coffee and sandwiches and soups and stuff. They have a lot of craftsmen bring their wares there's pottery there's, there's beautiful pottery there's here. metal work there's quilting there's all kinds of different things and there's this which I'm going to hold up to Barbara's phone uh, this is a pair of earrings that Barbara made yes. and she takes these and she sells them here at the corner store and then I donate the proceeds correct she donates the proceeds to a mission mm-hmm well, I don't know if you can see them, but we're giving it we're giving it our best try. And this is this is what I did for the last year in my recuperation. I sat and made earrings because mm -hmm. I couldn't get around a lot from having surgery. But so I tried not to waste my time. But yeah, there's the, and there's some beautiful leather work and purses and things yep. here and woodwork yep, up there's, on the walls. And uh, so if you're in the area. Come on down. Yeah, King Ferry Corner Store on the corner of Route 34B and Route 90 in King Ferry. So it's the corner store, this store on the corner in King Ferry yeah. is the King Ferry Corner Store. Which makes a lot of sense. So, um, I don't know, what else? What were we thinking about covering this year? So I know we were going to do uh, an in-depth on the... Um, Titanic. We had also talked about doing some um, some work on Katrina because you, Katie was actually at Hurricane Katrina relief um, just to talk a little bit about you know the issues surrounding Katrina. Excuse me. We also had 
we did research for one other one too that we never did. <laughs> we we did a bunch of research this last year, but we never got a chance to do the <laughs> podcast. So, um, but yeah, we're we're looking at some some new things to do. Um, I think that it would be neat to do the bridge disaster in uh, in Minneapolis. I yeah, that was that was quite a. And I'd like to also start looking at the Johnstown flood Johnstown because the Johnstown flood was big, bad, mm-hmm. but interesting. Yeah. So Gwen, you're gonna come say hi. She went the other direction. <laughs> We're trying to get some of the folks here to sit, come and say hello. But um, so yeah, if you ever in the area, check out the King Ferry Corner Store. Mm-hmm. There's uh, lots of nice things here. They make a great white chicken chili, the best. Yum. So yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Like I said, uh, if I missed if I missed you on here, uh, hi and thanks for getting hold of us. Yeah. And I'm sorry that the screen was sideways for a while. Oh, grab that right there. And it's a Rolo day. Yes, we. She's hooked on Rolos. We're hooked on Rolos, and we're also using the gold foil to make a cat. A craft, yeah, crafted cat. A craft cat. So it's going to be a golden cat named Rolo. Yeah, and we'll show it to you when it's done. Yes. So, there we go. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Yeah. We appreciate you, and I, I'm, I apologize for not recognizing everybody who came in on the live feed on mine, but it, my phone is inaccessible at the moment, so <laughs> but yeah, we, we do appreciate kind of it. A, kind of a we got a little bit of work to do on logistics for setup, but... <laughs> Thanks again for yeah. Disaster Tales. And we will put this up so you can listen to it if you didn't get to hear it on here. And I think it stays on here for a while, right. on Facebook for a while. And mm-hmm. We'd like to do more um, lives. And I think that was the other thing. There's enough disasters in the area to where I think it would be good for us to do a live from right. some of these sites. We could do the Split Rock disaster. That's not very far from here. Right. So yeah, there's a lot of a lot of interesting stuff, a lot of historical stuff here in this area that we could definitely cover. So we'll be back at you. Yeah, it's been nice. Thanks Bye everybody. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think we need to turn off our phones. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Disaster Tales. Our website is www.disastertales.com. Music by Stephanie Cerny. If you have a disaster experience you'd like to share, send it to kate at disastertales.com or barb at disastertales.com. Please leave us a review on your podcast provider. Be safe out there.